0: Welcome along to the uh, Cardiff City phone-in. Um, Matthew, um, I was talking about the fact City lost three games in a row, but we lost all those three games by one goal. We lost them all by, lost them all by the odd goal. Can you see any kind of optimism for us trying to play a more um, modern kind of championship-style level of football?
1: I think so. I think it's more chance now of, you know, giving you, your Ollie Denhams and your your Colwells and, you know, your, your Tom Sangs and giving players like that. An opportunity to to get some game time and for Morrison to, to play with his tactics a little bit and and see what the squad's got. It's hard. It's hard to get motivated for the games at the moment. You know, we I think we can finish as high as, as 16th or and, and can't finish lower than than 20th. So it's not the greatest season for Cardiff. It's probably the worst we've had in in 10 15 years. So
0: yeah, I think I think that's that's, that's generally the case, James. I suppose you'd pretty well be on the button with the same kind of feelings, would you?
2: Yeah, I echo what Matt said. I think when you go in looking at worst seasons, I think if we do end the finish as low as 20, there might even be the worst we've had since we got promoted. It's nearly 20 years ago now. So, yeah, I think especially after, I you know I spoke to you, Steve, before after the game, we, we don't really want to mention too much about today, but I, that was sort of our, our, that was what we were playing toward for the season because we already knew really, didn't we, that we were staying up, we weren't going to go, we weren't going to go anywhere near the top. So that was, our, that was our game. And especially after the way that ended, I think the season just completely died off and the general consensus is, you know, get the season finished. But I think realistically, you look at it. Everyone knew well. I like to think Everyone knew it wasn't going to be easy. There's clearly a project in there. We know it's going to take time. Other teams have done it. You look at the likes mm-hmm. of Huddersfield, and Luton teams like that this year were flying. But it's not. They haven't done it overnight. It's taken a time. It's a project. So. I suppose you've just got to trust. You've got to trust. I mean, it is going to be Steve Morrison when there. people like it or not. He's going to be there. It's the way it is. You've got to give him a chance.
0: There was there was a bit of a uh, discussion about that last week on the show, James, and that, uh, a couple of people were actually uh, not necessarily totally enamoured, you know, by, by by Steve Morrison's appointment and predicting that he may well not last the season. In fact, we really need a good start. I mean, we, you know, we need to get some new players and get a bit of a buzz around the place and get off to a fairly good start because we absolutely cannot re- uh, repeat what we did this time, can we?
2: No, 100%. We've done it, like we said, a couple of seasons in a row now, we've sort of started poor November time, new manager comes in, it sort of saves us. And again, in the end this season, didn't look like it at the start, but in the end that happened again this season. But I mean, we. it depends. We'll have, to, we'll have to wait till the start of the season because the team we've got now and the teams we've gone into seasons with in previous years, is going to be a completely different side. And when you look on paper over the years gone by, We've had teams that should be competing at the top end of the championship, but there's a very good chance come August we're going to have a side that on paper doesn't look like a team that, that can do that. And I mean, that then comes down to Morrison. You've got to allow, I suppose, that he has an idea he wants to build in the team he's got now and some of the players he's got maybe aren't ones that he wants to use. So I suppose you've got to give him that chance. But I think City fans have got to be prepared, I think, because it might not be a season that people think it's going to be. What
0: about um, the fact that... Um... That Steve Morrison made, paid particular tribute in terms of their performances to Phillips, who's clearly been given the nod in goal till the end of the season, but I don't know how convincing a nod that is as more and more goalkeepers get linked to the club day by day, and uh, Waters, um, who you know seem to effectively uh, fit in more into the mindset and the kind of things that that, that Steve Morrison wanted to do as opposed to when he was taken off Uli you know, the other time.
1: You know, first six, seven games this season. We we were in the playoffs, we were up there, and, and then you lose eight in a row and
0: we were nearly top. If we'd beaten Bristol City yeah. that day, we would have been top.
1: We've got us on top, so one hour or so, yeah. You know, not that I think the squad we had then or the manager we had then would have been enough to take us through. Um yeah, Dylan Phillips, you know, we've we've seen bits and bobs of him, but I what, I, what I do you think know. of him? <laughs> I prefer Smithies, but obviously Smithies is on the higher wages and he is going, we've been told that. Yeah. um he's a good championship keeper Dylan Phillips, but there's there's a mistake in there which is you know which is worrying but um you know he's he's done a job he was he was cheap he's probably on lower wages so he he's done a job for us um waters and you know it's this tough one you can argue really um and Norwich is going to come back down so they're going to want hugo so i don't think we'll have anything uh, like him, and then James Collins and Waters, you know, haven't really done anything this season for us. And mm. I know, obviously, Waters wasn't there for, for half the season and did relatively well for MK Dons and probably helped them get to you know second or third in the league where they are now. But uh, that's League One, and and you know, I don't know if Waters needs a run of games to, to to show us what he can do. But I think it was it was a signing that we we, we shouldn't have made, and I I don't know if he'll be part of uh, Morrison's plans for next season.
0: The funny thing with him, uh, Max Waters, uh, James, is, um, you know, he, he was banging in goals for fun in our reserves. He goes out on loan, he's sco- you know, he's scoring goals left, right, and centre. Um, I suppose a point that Matthew's making there about the difference in, in in class between those divisions, if you think about somebody like Mitrovic, who's got 41 goals now in the Championship, but when Fulham in the Prem, he barely, he barely, you know, barely scored a goal. Max Waters, if he gets one or two between now and the end of the season, do you have any kind of inkling that he might possibly be you know, the fox in the box going forward?
2: I don't think he's going to be... He, I think he'll be there, but I don't think he's going to play any sort of big part. I don't think... I know he's got the one goal against Bristol City. That was nothing. We got to 3-2. We didn't mean anything. But, mm. I mean, the step between one league is big enough, but obviously we did sign him from Crawley at the time, which is League two. So it's a big step. So for him to make any impact would have been pretty impressive anyway. But maybe... You know, I mean, it would have been nice for him to leave him MP Don's for the rest of the season. I think maybe bringing him back was sort of like, you know, it was January. I mean, you look at the players, I know Mark Harris is a player who I actually quite like. Some people are a bit divided on him, but I'd much rather have him doing, you know, getting the time and getting a chance up there than, than what is based on what I've seen of. What is obviously only time will tell again, but not for us at the moment. We haven't seen well, yet.
0: It's quite an interesting one, actually, because um it seems to be like the kind of player, like a lot of strikers, but he seems to be the kind of player that once he gets one, he goes on to get more. And you wonder, um, uh, James, if when you come to a club like Cardiff City, um, there's an awful lot of expectation and sometimes unreal expectation. Do you think there's anything in that I Think maybe with strikers and maybe keepers in particular those two positions, you can be under a little bit more pressure uh, at, at a club like Cardiff than maybe some other, if we like, bog standard uh, clubs?
2: I think if you knew about it, yeah, and it's probably for two quite contrasting reasons. From a goalkeeper's point of view, because we've had so many good ones over the years gone by. And you could argue from a striker's point of view in the last five, six, seven, eight years, it's the polar opposite where we haven't had many. We haven't had many. So I think when you look at the obviously Keith Moore when he was with us last season was brilliant. It was the first 20 goal striker we've had since I think it was Bothroyd, which was years years ago. And we've said year on year and year before last season the striker was that position where we needed. And maybe from a striker's point of view, then that might be maybe that pressure to deliver, because at the end of the day, you've got to deliver at the top of the pitch to be a good side. Fulham gone up this year to forty two goals from one player. Granted, That's we've goals, done it, yeah. we've done it in years gone by putting <clears throat> the complete opposite where we've yeah. had less scorers, but it helps. 100%. And again, from a keeper's point of view, we've had so many good keepers. Marshall, Etheridge. I mean, you look at loads of keepers we've had. Maybe that is a bit of pressure again on the likes of Phillips. Even playing under someone like Smithies now, it's a, it's, a, it's a step up, isn't it?
0: You know, you're both fairly young people. You know, most people are to me, you know, nearly everyone. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, if you think about the fact that, I mean, this show kicked off in 2002, and then 2002, 2003, you know, we went up into the championship. So, like we were talking about before, our fair. It's nearly 20 years now. So we, and we've never been below championship level. You know, we've been above temporarily, mm. but we, we've we've never been below. So, for the for the young for the younger fans, um, I suppose they kind of expect you know uh, cup finals and promotion battles and you know. Uh, have we maybe got to be more um, uh, sanguine and kind of uh, tread water for for a while and just think, hang on, we're in the championship, we're all right, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've 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 no doubt. I think I, I went to my first game in '97, um, in '98, so I've I've no doubt from you know from the stories my dad's told me of when he was growing up supporting Carter City that um, I've been lucky enough to grow up in probably one of the most successful um, eras of the club. You know, I think we've been in the playoffs about four, five, six times since the turn of the century. So, you know, we were, we were due a bad season, I think, when we went up to the championship. We almost came back down straight away. Um, but since then, this is probably the first season in, in 10, 15 years that we've been in a relegation fight to, to for League One. So I'd, I'd happily take a season next year, of just, you know, like you said, um, Acclimatize, build the squads the state, but not, needs but to not
0: be. battling to stay in the division.
1: No, no, kind yeah. of a mid table, yeah. yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. 13, 14, get the, the financials and build, sorted it?
0: yeah, and,
1: and, build. And, and go from there. You know, yeah. it's just, you know, at the end of the day, we don't have the spending power of, of a Fulham, of a Bournemouth, or, or West Brom, and, and that's not going to change. You know, next year, Norwich and Watford are going to come down and they're going to probably keep most of their squads and have big money to spend to get about, them back up straight away. And what and, about if Everton come down? Well, exactly. This is it. It's huge. Currently it? in the if, bottom three, you know. Wow. If if Everton come down, like, like that's going to change the championship big time for next year, because you know they've got a, a billionaire owner and obviously they're going to lose a lot of their squad because a lot of their squad won't stay. But at the end of the day, we're going to be looking for loans and and cheap deals, and I'd be happy to rebuild for a year, it's just as long as we don't lose eight games in a row again. I think Cardiff fans will yeah, be happy.
0: I, I don't know how I forgot that, but I must have I must have I must have programmed it out of my mind. You,
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame you. <laughs>
0: um Sean Harrison. Hi, Sean. Um looking forward to next season. I'll come to you with this, James. Uh we should see the mercenaries uh, out and hopefully some good new players in. Season ticket renewed, credit to the club for the price free. So there's some positivity there, James. Um, how do you feel about that?
2: The price freeze again, going off that first of all, is great. I know we've had that for a couple of years now. I've been sort of, uni, especially. I've sort of got a few mates who are League One fans, and I'll speak to them and I'll say, How much is your season ticket at Ipswich, for example? And I'll be like, I've been paying £99 for the last four or five years, and that was moving in the Premier League. So, from that point of view, I mean, it's great. Again, they're doing that, and long may that continue, really. Um, in terms of getting the Mercenaries out, I think we've known that's going to be the case for quite a while, haven't we? There is a fair few. There obviously is a couple that we'd selectively maybe want to keep because ultimately you can't get rid of every player that's got a bit of experience in the team. Otherwise, you haven't got any. Where it was looking quite promising that someone like Joe Rowles was going to be staying, and I'm sure it will be that at some point, but someone like him was going to be staying a couple of months ago. The further, well, the closer and closer we get to the summer, the more and more you hear about how wages could be a problem. And ultimately, if the wage cut is going to be that big, then these players on these wages, they're good enough to play at other, other teams in the championship and we'll get paid it. So mm. get the mercenaries out, Yes. That is but I, then another thing again is we will be getting probably with this cheap deal similar-ish players back in just on lower money so you got to be careful what you wish for in some senses because it is going to be the case I think but you know again it's a case of waiting for the summer and fingers crossed one or two can stay but mm. I think a lot of them are going to be saying goodbye to and rightly so
0: of course Joe rolls was given the uh, the captain's armband you know on the on the weekend. Um, didn't get through the full game, uh, and I think he is carrying a knock, but I wonder if the fact that he played James and he, maybe he wasn't 100% fit and was gifted, given the, the captain's armband, I wonder if that's a little nod, you know, a little uh, towards what, maybe what the club's trying to achieve.
2: Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I mean... I, I know we saw from Smithies when it happened to him the other week, it was a case of, you know, he came yeah. out and, you see and said he's not going to be here. It was an
0: open and shut case, that one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and
2: that was and that was easy. And I did think after that, we'd see more of that. And, I, and I'll and i be honest, I don't think, I, I mean, Flint's been a little bit in and out. Again, Will Volk's has been in and out as well. So the three of them, if you look at those three in isolation, obviously um, Volk's roles and. Uh, Flint—they are still in and out. There's no concrete player that's been fully dropped and left out of the squad, so you don't know. Do you? And, there's a, and you, I think we can agree, really, there's a very little chance that maybe even two of them will be here uh, come summer. So it's it's tough to tell. Maybe that's just the case of the numbers we've got in the squad, and obviously they are going to have to play yeah. top. But I mean, again, it's it's a, it's a weird one because it is such a mass. It's going to be a mass Exodus. Ten to fifteen players is is no joke, is it? It's, it's a lot. It's mental. It's, it's 11, hard for squad. And-
0: Basically yeah, it's, a it's, a,
2: it's nearly a matchday squad, isn't it? So it's, it'll yeah, be yeah. it'll be incredible when it happens, and hopefully they do it right because we've seen in previous years. Don't you don't need to spend money; it helps. But I know somebody. In the, I'm trying to look for the mm. the, uh, the comment that we've got in here now. But uh, Richard Davis sort of mentioning Luton and Huddersfield again, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah, Can do it on. You can do it with little money spent, and we've shown that in players we bought in recent years. Look at the likes of. I know I mentioned. I've mentioned the same names before, but players like Mendes Land, we sort of nicked from League One. A season later, was playing Premier League football and scoring away Scored at, Man two at
0: Man United. Yeah,
2: so it can be done. They yeah. are diamonds in rough, and you don't find them all the time. But it can be done, and I'm and I'm hoping because they've had such a long time to look at players because that's it's been the consensus hasn't it for quite a while. So, fingers crossed.
0: Can I, I just want to ask you about a couple of players? Um, firstly, Ebu um, Adams at um, Forest Green. You've obviously seen him play it a lot because you've been covering Forest Green games. Yeah. What are your thoughts on him, and and what are what are what are the local press saying up there about the rumor mill with him?
2: Boris Green at the moment, this is one of those weird ones where only two players aren't tied down to very long contracts. So a good season, and you're very likely that you're going to be moving up. And there's a couple in that team that that looking like they're going to move on. He could be one of them. I mean, he's already played in the African Cup of Nations earlier this year with Gambia, mm. and that was great for the club, get recognition on an international level. But no, he's a he's a real batter in the midfield. I think he's only 25 or 26, so not too old. But then, and I, you know, I'm, I think he's a brilliant player. And the, the question is, again, it's that, it's that two-level, it's the two-level jumper, isn't it? Can it, be, can it be done? There's a lot of championship clubs sniffing around. I think he was at Blackpool for a brief stint back when he was younger, and they were one of the clubs who were apparently looking at him. I mean, I think the, the thing you've got to worry about from the lower level is, by all means, there could be some brilliant players, but you can't flood the, the team with League Two and League One players no. because it becomes a League One and League Two squad, doesn't it? So you've got to find the balance. And if they brought in the right players, and I think he could be one if you, he's a real battler in that midfield. And I think Who would he replace in center. the City midfield? It's a, he is, a, what I would probably say is, a, is a, he's a Volks-type player in the sense mm-hmm. that he's a battler, but he's also actually got a little bit of quality and he has played for Forest Green at times a bit more advanced. So I think in a game where maybe you're looking to sort of get more out of it and you want to change that middle three to maybe a two with one playing in front, he can easily do that and he's shown that this year so he's versatile across the midfield but a batter and he's got a great character as well so that's what I think that's the main thing is a, is someone who's going to put their body on the line a great character as well that the fans will love and I think should he get in and I think it, the key is as well when you're a player from low down, is you've got to start off quickly and you? you've got to get going quickly and if he does if he was to come it's obviously hypothetical and he's probably a player well he's definitely a player that I think could work
0: okay just to just quickly before I go back to matthew have you we got a cut of players on trial apparently um, and has already been shared on social media. You know, when you see the sixty seconds with them, they look like Pelly every time, sort of thing. But one of them is Kureshi, Q- and the other one is this lad Tanner. That's lad Tanner. looks 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 half decent. Have, yeah. have you have you seen out of them, James? At all?
2: I haven't seen them, but I've heard. I've heard bits. I know Caresha played today. Didn't you think we would be 2 too? Hard, and he was the trialist, and You know what it's like. You always the rumor mill comes out. Who's this trialist today? You've got a few people saying it's Gareth Bale yeah, and all these. Yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. But, <laughs> but no, he played today. I haven't heard too much, but uh, yeah. I think he was bright and he's played four in the twenty three. He's a couple of goals and assists. Yeah. So he's young, isn't he? The kid. Yeah, so I mean, you, I think Morrison did say the other day. Didn't he? I think he sort of said as much as there's going to be a change in the first team, there's going to be a big change in the lower leagues as well. In, sorry, in the in the lower. Uh, aged brackets, because you look at the likes of Denham, as much as they are our young players coming through, Denham and no. bagan aren't Cardiff boys, they're not from here, they've been poked no. from... No other... Connolly, I don't think. No Connolly, no Connolly as well, the same again, so there's a couple that have sort of come from the other places, and I think as much as you want to get boys through from Cardiff, yeah. there is a good few players that get left out from those big teams, and they work, so I think that's another thing he's sort of looking at, you know, can you find these players? Uh, Tanner, I think it's Loose, uh he's from. Uh that's he right. He's yeah. he gonna go to Tottenham apparently in, uh, yeah. in January. And they disagreed about
0: far. apparently they they fell out over the over the uh over, over the deal, you know. So I think
2: he sort of said he didn't see a clear path, which which I insane. Yeah, he's still pimping from yeah. the seventh yeah. or eighth team of English football. Mm. There's yeah. not really gonna be a clear path for to go to the Premier League, so I think. He, uh, they have said he will come on trial. So mm. if he shows what he's got, there is a clearer path for him to go into our 23's I mean, I haven't seen much of him, but if a player of that quality that he's been rumored about can go into 23s and perform, then there is that's the path, isn't it? I think.
0: Yeah, and and uh, Matthew, I suppose the, the I mean that's, that's that's a good point actually because when you, you 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 read everything you read in 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 you know, in, James knows football journalist, you know you have got to decode stuff, you know. So when he said he went to Spurs and they you know they kind of disagreed about um, uh, terms, you know it, it would probably more a case of what James and I would totally agree with, you know. How am I going to progress my career? So he's the kind of player, Matthew, I suppose, he'd be more likely to come to a club like Cardiff City, isn't he? Where he's more likely to get game time and move more quickly than he would maybe at one of those bigger clubs.
1: Yeah, I think you'd probably say <laughs> of, of the fifteen top 15 Premier League clubs, they probably all got an under-23 side that could compete in the Championship and, yeah. and do well in the Championship. Um, you know, look at Tommy Doyle and, and, and drama, you know, they, they're not playing games for Leeds and City respectively, and they've done really well. So um, I, I wouldn't be disappointed if we were looking in, in, in that market. Um, you know, that there's, there's a lot of good players out there and, you know, um, Cardiff's, uh, I'd like to think Cardiff's an attractive club. You know, we're, we're the capital city of, of Wales. We've got a good stadium. We've got a good fan base, our training grounds. Good, and they're obviously hopefully building the new one now in, in the next couple of years. You know, so it's an attractive place to come if, and show your football skills, and and you know, easy place for scouts to come and watch you. And and I think of all the championship clubs, I think we're we one of the more attractive ones. You know, we're not that far from London. Um, we're close to Birmingham, Manchester. So, yeah. And Steve Morrison seems to have the right contacts, and 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 seems to be able to get on with with the Premier League clubs and. You know there's all this talk on social media. I don't know how much of it's true of him doing presentations and all this sort of stuff. So
0: yeah.
1: I think we've got a manager who 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 has <laughs> respect. Then hmm. you also see the other end of it, you know, in, in that we might be getting players like I uh, Jed Wallace has been mentioned numerous times now, having played with Morrison at Millwall. And hopefully we can we can have the both well. sides
0: yeah, I mean, but that's—I that, mean, that's—that's that's you know—it without happen, but fantastic. But you know, that's that's the classic um, silly season. Uh, yes. You know, um, he, he, he was at Millwall, you know, so he's going to sign for Steve Morrison. Mull. you know, he could probably sign for pretty well any club in, at the top end. Uh, like, any club in the Championship
1: um, have him, yeah, yeah easily.
0: Yeah. Easily, he's, he's a top top player with you know, with a big future. Um, may, maybe a friendship means something, but I don't think it means as much as multiple thousands
1: of pounds. <laughs> <either>. No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: It was kind of funny on the week as well. Billy Sharp, you know, um, a bit, a bit of, a bit of horseplay with with Steve Morrison, uh, you know, jumping on his back and all the rest. It was nice, nice to see that that kind of that kind of thing going on. I suppose it kind of shows, you know, it's not that long since Steve Morrison was a player, so he, he has that connection. And isn't he, Matthew, um, such a refreshing, light years change from Mick McCarthy? When you said uh, making a presentation, I was trying to think of Mick McCarthy trying to work out a PowerPoint. You know? <laughs>
1: I we play, uh, I I think guess we play five <laughs> in defence. We keep it
0: tight. We play for a draw.
1: Yeah. No, I, I like Steve Morrison. You know, he, he's open in the press, and you know, he, he's given us more information as fans as to what's going on than I think any manager has done for a long time. Um, well, not since yeah. Warlock anyway. It's modern. I, I, isn't I like he? he's Of the
0: modern times. You know? Yeah,
1: it's it's refreshing. You know, he hmm. he has a rapport with with the fans, and he's open, and he. He's telling us how it is, and I think players can respect that. And I think there have been a few decisions where you're a bit like, okay, he needs to to learn from that. But he's a new manager, and, and his, he's learning, he is learning, and he's learning you know, and, and you can see that. So, and you know, people are throwing stats around at the moment and you know, saying mm. he, he's lost more games than he's won with us. But at the end of the day, he was signed to keep us up, he's done it, yeah. Yeah. and this is in his squad of players. So, oh, that's um, what's
0: that's a good point. And somebody said, uh, I noticed on the weekend, someone said, it's kind of boring because, you know, we're so far ahead of relegation now. We've got nothing to battle for. So, you know, <laughs> so he has done He has done his job, you know, quite mm. well. But Steve Thomas comes in with us. I'll come to you first, uh, Matthew, and then I'll go to you, James. Um, hi, Steve. Uh, evening, gents. An interesting summer ahead. That's one way of phrase for it. I, I, I very much hope Morrison can assemble a squad that can compete otherwise I think we're likely to have another panic autumn managerial change for the fourth year running so you know again as I sort of talked about with James earlier there's um, there's a lot of pressure on his shoulders because with barely any cash and a lot of players to bring in he did well in the in the in the January window but this is like a different thing altogether but, uh, but to say in his defense I suppose Matthew um we can't really judge him or any other manager until they've been given the chance to put their own squad together, I suppose.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I think so. And I think from the, the the players he has brought in, they've made the squad better. Um, so I think from what he said with the press, that him and Tan have the same sort of idea with budgets and and, and players that we can bring in. Hmm. Um, you know, obviously we're not going to be able to spend big. We, we know that. Um, I don't think many clubs can with, you know, coming out of covid um, so it, it's gonna be a, a challenge, but I really hope that we're not you know, panic buying strikers in in autumn like we always seem to be or, or panic buying someone to try and, yeah, you know, kick our season on. but um you know, I, I'd be happy with anything, uh, you know, top half and above if we can be there in in January, that would be really good, I think. Yeah, but um you <clears throat> know, obviously, the legal look a bit different this time around because of the disruption from, from the World Cup being in, in November. So.
0: Well, when Gareth Bale signs, we'll be all right, me we?
1: <laughs> it won't go away, though, Steve, will it? It won't go away. <laughs>
0: is, why would he go to America when he could come to, you know, splot? You know, what's that, what's that, what's that about? A couple of, good, couple of good comments there, James, about um, Max Waters, uh, Robert Greening. I t- tend to agree with this, and I don't see any reason why we can't do this, Robert, between now and the end of the season. Waters needs a run of games without doubt. Then we can judge him. And I, again, I go back to the point I made earlier. You know, it may or may not be the case, but it just strikes me as a kind of player, um, James, if he gets a goal, he could go on to get some more. And then sticking with Waters, uh, Mike McAndrew, um, he was surprised that Waters had a good game on Saturday, good movement and link play, but he did miss a good chance. Wouldn't have taken taking him off as Hugel didn't do much. Maybe we'll come back to Hugel in a bit um played good football Saturday but no end product uh, it will come Denham did well and a big shame that drama went off and let's hope the drama isn't out you know for, there's only a couple of weeks to go he could miss that could be it. some were Doughty. you know we we, we we don't know but um fr- from the Max Waters thing uh, the, other, the other thing to say James on that as well is it was a one-on-one that he missed we had three we've had three one-on-ones we lost lost three games by one goal we've had one-on-one in every every game I'm pretty sure we had um uh, Piazzo had one, uh, Hugill had one, and Waters had one. We missed them all, you know. So, you know, but for the, for the sake of for the sake of a better strike, we would we, have got the draw. What do you think about Hugill? Um, what's your, what's your, what's your, what are your thoughts on Hugill at the moment as, as an asset for the club? Um, you know, has he has he, has he um, achieved what you hoped, or less, more?
2: I mean, he scored a couple of, uh, one or two important goals. I mean, look at the Forest game that he won back in January. Says, I mean, from a lone play, you, you think he's given us, he's helped in that sort of, you know, that run to staying up and not getting relegated. But in terms of him as an asset to the club, I think it's nigh on zero now, mainly because of what Matthew said earlier, that he is very unlikely he's going to come back next year over a number of reasons, wages being one, Norwich coming down, back to the Championship another. I think, yeah, I think what as a run to the end of the season would be... Well, it just makes sense. Isn't it? I think Morrison's getting to that point now where he knows he's going, to, he's going to try and give game time to players who are going to be here next year. So as much as Ike Piazza has, has been good at times and Hugo scored some important goals, I mean, they're going to need to play because we need the numbers. But he should be giving Preston to the likes of Davis and Waters. Granted, it's hard to play those them together sometimes because it's not that sort of big man, small man as much as it would be. I mean he is big, but not maybe his physical type thing, but it's probably worth the go because ultimately the likes of look Piazza and Hugo being there next year they're pretty slim, aren't they? So yeah. Yeah, I think what is he needs a run, doesn't he? And I think you know he missed that one on one. It's probably lack of game sharpness because he hasn't played. So
0: yeah, and and the same, you know, it's the same with Phillips, because Phillips hadn't played for ages, and I think he was quite rusty when he when he came in, but I think he's getting better game game by game uh jerry jeremy williams is cheering us all up by, uh, by 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 pointing out to us that uh russell slade is still living in sully so there we, we can we can we can look forward to great days of of that uh more comments here about um uh, agreeing that waters did, did well on saturday i don't know i got a feeling i've got a feeling he might come good i hope i'm hope. i'm right um sticking with you for now james uh richard davis again hi richard um, hopefully, Steve Morrison can rebuild where we can remain competitive. Uh, and, uh, and again, at that, that point, you, you made about Luton and Huddersfield. Then the Nathan Jones thing, of course, being a big city fan, we should we should mention that, which is you know uh, maybe a whimsical dream, maybe one day maybe one day he'll he'll come to the club. But he, he's almost exactly the same, I suppose, James. And he he's, he's a you know he's a young young guy, young coach, not much money. They played decent football. They weren't fantastic against us, but they were good enough to win. and I suppose that's you know, that's what that's what we want, isn't it? That's full stop, that's it.
2: I think he's a man who probably because he's come out and made his love of the club so clear on you don't see that very often, do you? I mean, it's coming to, you don't really often see that happen, but he came out and made it very clear, Loves the club, the affiliation he had to the that's club. That's lovely was, to you know, see, I thought. Thing. it was I thought it was really nice to see, and I think there's the, clear passion when he manages Luton. He's like, I think, who did they beat? They got a point where they beat, I think it was maybe Bournemouth earlier on in the season at home and he's done like a 40-yard sprint and done like a massive knee slide flying in the end. It's like that passion type thing that, again, it's something that all football fans are in dear, let alone just Cardiff fans. So maybe something that would happen one day. And I think, you know, I think for now, it's just the case of the club's going to go through massive changes, isn't it? I think whoever comes in, Morrison's not going to be here forever, whoever, and whoever comes in is going to inherit a completely different side from what we've had in previous years, whether that be in if like some people have said it be in the autumn if Morrison's struggling or if it's in a couple of years' time, should Morrison do well? So you never it's gonna be completely different clubs. It's gonna be completely different. But Nathan Jones again, same thing. He's not gonna be at Luton forever. It's gonna come a time where he's gonna leave and maybe his next destination could be Kyle. If it's something I'd all be for I'd be for for definite. But no I I I like I like Nathan Jones to be fair.
0: Yeah he, his name has come up you know he has been you know linked by the press I suppose um, the other thing Richard Davis said, which is interesting as well, that Everton would have to abide by uh, uh, the financial fair play rules, of course, if they if they were to come down. So that'd be quite interesting. Um, would you do you fancy uh, you know fancy City Everton away? Do you Matthew at all? Oh,
1: I be, be <laughs> City Everton in the Championship would be interesting, but I think with the financial fair play, they'd be able to sell a lot of their players for for good money. Um, you know, Richarlison and, and Pickford and you know, you can't tell me. I probably most of that starting squad wouldn't be playing in the championship, so I imagine they'd be able to make a fair amount of money from uh, from doing that. But yeah, it'd be a good good trip to uh, to Merseyside.
0: Um, what about the other players we've been linked to so far? I mean, whether there's any think, this Alnwick guy, um, ex Rangers keeper, I think he's at Saint Mirren now. It, you know, I think Wells Online are saying that's looking like pretty pretty likely. And then we were linked linked with the derby the derby keeper. Um, do you know, you know, do you know anything about these players, Matthew, or, 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 more generally, what kind of goalkeeper do you think, you know, if if Phillips isn't isn't for you the uh, the perfect choice, you know, where where does he fall down, and what kind of keeper should we be looking at, do you think?
1: I, I, yeah, you know, I'm not criticising Phillips. He's, he's a good a good Championship keeper, and you know he's made some some good saves for us down the years, and you know his, his distribution's hey, well okay. Yeah, did well. You know, he's proved himself, had a fair while out of the team now and has come straight back in and, and has done well. Um, you know, the, the two goals against Hull aren't really his fault. And, um, you know, the goal against United probably not his fault either. And, you know, these teams and, and the game, same with Luton. So um, I think, you know, he, he's got a good shout for to be the starting keeper for the next season. Um, yeah. But it's been a while, you know. Probably since Dave Marshall left, we had a shoehorned, you know. You know that's the first name on the team sheet, goalkeeper. And um, you know, I think we've we've been missing that, you know. And Neil Etheridge is was a goal, great goalkeeper for us, wasn't he? And I, you know, missed someone of, of that mold. Obviously, his distribution wasn't wasn't brilliant. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it depends on. It's hard to tell the goalkeepers, but, you know, if, if they're in the Scottish League, they're of a certain standard. So, you know, but uh, I think at the end of the day, it will we'll all come down to money and, and wages, really. I'm
0: trying to think of the lad we, we had before, decent keeper. He's now playing in goal for Rangers. Alan McGregor. Yeah, he was a, dec- he was a decent keeper too, you know, decent keeper. So, I mean, Rangers and Celtic, you know, they're, 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 when they play each other, they need a decent team, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> so you know they must they must have they must have uh some quality i i didn't know i mean overall i don't i not don't think the scottish league is
2: doesn't make fantastic. sense to me to be honest Steve doesn't, it doesn't yeah. make sense to me either either of those two if i'm being perfectly honest i think the derby one is dead in the water because he's ryan also has come out this week and he sort of said he's left his time there so even yeah. if he goes the league one hiding mm. the money's going to be sorted out and a deal can be made he's going to be staying so He's one that's probably dead in the water, and then Jack annick is a is a weird one. I know he's been at before, but Saint Mary in the season, I mean, they're third from bottom. He's had I think he's had seven clean sheets in like thirty odd games, which isn't a, isn't an awful return for the for the type of side they are. No, um, but I think you put the trust in. I saw it right earlier. You know, uh, Andy Dibble does tend to have quite a bit of a bit of his own say in in the choice of goalkeeper. I think he's usually quite involved in that, so he'll be looking. And you look at the type of people that. He's brought in in years gone by the likes of Etheridge. I mean, you look at Phillips and Smithies in general, and they've been good enough to warrant that as a good sign. I would say so. I mean, you've got to trust him, but then I personally, for me, I just don't like this this two really good goalkeepers competing type thing. In a way, I mean, I I feel like the better the better of the goalkeepers and the ones that thrive are the ones that are there from day one till the end. Are there 46 game season? Now, granted, that can't always happen, and it's tricky. But when you've got someone like George Ratcliffe coming through the youth academy, who I think can be quite good. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that you could just, you know, say to if if Phillips, I think if you give him the game time, and again, like you said, Steve, it was maybe a bit rusty. If you give him that time, I'd probably rather have Phillips there with Ratcliffe to backup and just, and do it that way. Because I don't think bringing in someone like Allsop and Alex, that sounds very like for like to Phillips, just don't think it works as well. I just think, this whole, this confidence goalkeeping, isn't it? You need to be sharp. I just don't think taking him in and out works. So that's my personal opinion. I know other people will probably disagree, but I just think it, there's there's probably a better way to go around it. But they've got their ideas, so I suppose well, the keeper looks like a position they're going to take up.
0: Well, I mean, you know, if you think about the, the key positions, you know, keeper's right up there, isn't it You know, um, a, a striker who can score some goals and, and a, a decent um, dominant midfielder, I suppose, and or a creative midfielder. Would 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 be the main ones, and maybe these days wing backs are, are also important. But goalkeepers are certainly crucial. I suppose you could say Matthew it was a bit of a luxury, really. Look looking looking back on it as we do now, uh, already, um, you know, having Smithies versus Phillips, you know, two decent championship goalkeepers um, fighting it out. but Smithies being on his day, an absolutely top class keeper, and, and Phillips is, you know, is not too shabby a goalkeeper. But I think if somebody else comes in, um, I think he he might as well. Going back to what James just said, really, he might as well be looking for a move, mightn't he?
1: And, yeah, you know, I fundamentally agree with, with what James is saying. I think you do need a goalkeeper that's going to start, you know, 30, 40 games in a season and and then a keeper maybe you can throw out for the League Cup and the FA Cup for a couple of games and and they're happy to sit on the bench, you know. We, we, we've we always really been a club that has that's done that, you know. We never really like to, to swap out our goalkeepers all, all that much and you know, if Phillips is sat there now thinking, and Morrison's given a couple of games, thinking, "Oh, this is my chance to be the number one now for Cardiff for the for the foreseeable future," and then we sign someone and he's back on the bench. Yeah, I I can't see him staying for for a long for a long period of time.
0: No, I think I think well, yeah, I think he's a good enough keeper, and he's not that old, is he? I don't think
2: James old as uh... Uh, Phillips. Mm. I think he's 27, 27, yeah, 28, So, so yeah. for a keeper, though, that's you know that's not you fairly, get fairly the age don't you? So yeah, the cracking I, comment in there, Steve. You've seen that from Steve Thomas. Steve Thomas says, yeah,
0: yeah, go you go to that. Yes, a so comment, on a yeah. positive
2: note, we got promoted in 83, 93, 03 and thirteen. So we can look forward to being in the Premier League next year. So that's <laughs> yeah, a great, <laughs> that's a great shout, Steve. Which it is because that's a brilliant shout. <laughs> so I think we'll uh, plan the promotion party. already, Should we? That sounds like a yeah.
0: I mean, I remember. I remember those. Uh, not, not the. Uh, I don't remember the. Uh, yeah, I remember all the seasons. I was there for all of all of those. All of those seasons. I think of those. I think. Not, funny enough, I think '93 was probably my favorite one of those. But uh, some, some, some. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny how that happens. But I'm not sure there's an awful lot in it. Um, and Sean Harrison's also saying as well, of course, that we have a few players out on loan doing well. So I suppose that brings it into the debate. Um, Matthew, I suppose we're thinking about. White, maybe Sang of the of, of those coming back. M- most likely, would you say the most likely to, to to
1: get a look in? Yeah, I think Tom Sang is definitely one of them. Um and, you know, he'll definitely be assessed. And Gavin <laughs> White, he, he has been playing well. You know, and he, he has got pace. He is a very very quick player. Um, never really done it for, for City, but maybe Morrison can be be the player to uh, sorry the coach to put his arm around him and, and get a performance out of him and. You know, it would save us going in, into the market. Um, I don't think we'll be seeing Josh Murphy again in a Cardiff City shirt. I think that'll be, you know, he'll be gone. Um, I
0: wonder where you'll go. That's the thing.
1: Well, that's the problem, isn't it? You know, it's, it's not our problem. problem. Look at it. No, but... no. <laughs> you know, but we're going to lose money on him. But I think yeah. we really, well, lot probably probably accepted that. Um, yeah. Kieran Brown, I'm not sure. Didn't he, really He got a man it, of
0: the he, match, didn't he? He got a man yeah, of the he match. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, been he's been playing
1: here. well for Oxford. Um, yeah. But... You know, never really impressed me all that much. Very good versatile player for a squad that whether he wants to play that. So um, yeah, it's going to be you know it's going to be very very busy off season for Cardiff fans. I think uh, probably straight from the, the minute the window opens, we're going to be be doing business. So it's going to be a furiously uh, refreshing Twitter every day. I think.
0: Yeah. Um, James have you seen Con- did you see Connolly play on the weekend on Saturday
2: on yeah. Saturday yeah so tell, tell us about him
0: Nick. I've never seen him play
2: I was impressed they Bristol Rovers operate with a that was the game saw, like obviously James Connolly plays then they operate with a very young back four so they've got I think the average the, the three of their back four were 21 and below which is crazy but he played Wow. I, I thought he was was pretty good to be fair I mean it's tough to see I mean obviously you're watching a different level aren't you so it, from, a, from a League 2 point of view he looked he look pretty solid whether he be able to step up this early. I, I'd highly doubt that because he is so young. Is he a
0: right-footed centre defender, is he?
2: Yeah, so, yeah, well, from what I can remember, yeah. So, I mean, he was pretty pretty solid. I mean, again, like I said, it's tough to tell. And I think I think there's no need to rush back players at like that. I think ten when you see the number 10, 15 players coming around, I think we can probably say that the players who are out on loan this year are really going to be going on, moving on. I think Gavin might. I don't think he will stay. Mm. I think he's another one who will probably go... I think you can probably say that of with that amount of players coming in, the loans are either going to be going back out on loans again hmm. or they're going to be going. Cause I know Steve mentioned things Jason Menyos, as Anton Semenio's brother, he said a player like him, he needs to go out on loan. And there's players like him, Connolly, then they're, they're going to need to go out on loan again. It's best for them. Same with Chanka Zimber again, go out on a loan. It's better for them to be operating at a lower level to get the game time for them to come back better players. with You'd much rather, especially if Bristol Rovers go up this year. You'd much rather a James Connolly who's played a year in League One. Should he that's stay true? there next year, a really year, good point. A year older, a year at a higher level, experience. You'd much rather a James Connolly at that point than you mm-hmm. would like now. Like, you granted, some young players that it's their time. Colwell Davis have come in; they've proved they can do it. But other players, it takes longer. I think Connolly is probably one of them you could do with given an extra year or so. I think.
0: So, um, what about Ollie Denham, uh, Matthew? Is he is he impressing you?
1: Yeah, I think he's doing well. I think now he's been given, you know, more games. I think the the, the game against Liverpool and the cup, he showed himself really well. On, on I think on, he was
0: great that day. I really, yeah, did.
1: you know, really good on, on the on the you know biggest football stage in the world yeah, or one yeah. of them. So I think we have got a real talent there. We got we yeah. got to manage him properly and, and look after him and, and get him a good, you know, proper centre back partner. But you know, definitely, definitely one for the future for us. And you know, you, you can see him starting every game and. You know, he clearly loves playing for us and clearly wants to be here. So um, yeah. I, I've been impressed, yeah.
0: And what about, um, while we're talking about central defenders, what about uh, the resurgence, um, I'll go with that, of uh, Curtis Nelson? Because he has been looking more convincing, I think, and looking more confident, more like his old self recently.
1: Yeah, you know, and... and missed a fair chunk of the season with injury, but you know, seems to have come back and, and done well. I, I don't know how many years he's got left on his contract, but um one I think. Uh, I don't I think it's think? up this summer. So no, no. I'd have him, you know, he's a he's a good he's been good for us. He's been mm-hmm. a solid uh versatile championship defender. He's, he's gotten us some goals, you know, he's he's versatile and he can play pretty much anywhere across the back four if needed with injuries and everything. So um yeah I think you know I I definitely keep him definitely keep him.
0: Yeah. I, I, th- I think um, I I think think he's another one, James, who will benefit from, um, hopefully, a bit of quality alongside him. I, I imagine Aiden, Aiden Flint, I imagine, will be moving on. Do you, do you think Steve Morrison will also be... Do you think there would be any kind of sentiment there at all from the club, James, or do you think it's time for
2: in him terms to move of
0: Flint. on? Uh, in terms of Morrison. Yeah, what,
2: well, in terms of Morrison keeping someone like Flint? Yeah, Morris,
0: Morrison keeping Morrison.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, Morrison, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I think it's similar to Ralph's, isn't it, where I think
0: mm. it's heritage. I know, it's, right, it's isn't it?
2: tricky when I think the problem mm. is, is we've made a mistake over the last couple of years with players like Morrison who've been such a good service to the club, the way you've treated them, which is awful. So from that point of view, you think you've got to keep him because Bamber was one, Bennett, yep. the, mm-hmm. the way they were treated was just, to be honest, it wasn't good. and It was wrong, really. So I think from that point of view, you think you've got to bring him back. But I just can't see him. I just don't know if I can see him being able to, I don't know. I just don't know. I think the numbers we've got in there now. I mean, you look at like, so if you are being a back three, and G's a centre back now, really, let's be honest, he is a centre back. You've got G, you've yeah. got Denham, you've got McGuinness. If Nelson can come back and a bit reserves, you got him as well. And if Kieran Brown comes back from alone, he's another one to have those five centre backs. And then you argue, if even if that's with Flint going as well, That's do you need six centre backs? Not really. And that's well, Mick McCarthy would, not
0: it? Mick McCarthy well, he would, yeah.
2: He'd, he'd need about 15, wouldn't he? Or he going. <laughs> but no i mean it's it's tricky i i would for a year Mm. keep him around the club and it'd be nice to sort of give him a proper send-off because he is really if you take well he is one of the best players you have had in recent times for the times he's been through with us so i think from that point of view i would keep him but it's a money thing isn't it i think you do it and you'd have to do it in a way that wouldn't hurt the wage budget so when it's again it's would he take that
0: yeah i think you know because of his age and whatever he's been here a long time he's probably he's settled in the area I, i would imagine i might be totally wrong I would imagine he would be the kind of guy who might be a bit more uh, malleable in terms of in terms of the figures, you know, and uh, and and maybe maybe stick around, but maybe I would just be in a daydreamer there. The other thing with Joe Rawls, of course, um, you know, uh, if, if he was to st- stick around and if he if he was to be um, uh, the, the captain moving forward, the other way, the other thing we could be looking at there, Matthew, is he? I think he's been here about ten years now. So would we be getting towards testimonial game? Would that could that be part of a. You know, a little enticement.
1: Well, I think you could say the same with Raoul's and, and and with Morrison, you know. Yeah, yeah. Either been, one,
0: I guess. Yeah.
1: They, they've both been through a lot with the club. They, they've they've yeah. both been around for, for nine to ten years. And you know, I think I, I hope both of them stay. Um and I hope we offer them obviously we're gonna have to offer them reduced wages than what they're on now. Um, but at the same time, they're 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 getting on a bit, they're both injury prone. So you know, when another championship side going to offer, and the way they're on here, we don't you know just do another season or two. You know, they're not going to get a long term contract again, I don't think. So, um,
0: no, no.
1: I'd hope both of them we can do. You know, I know we are we are getting the the Whittingham testimonial now uh, this summer, so that'll be good to to get that you know done. We've needed that for a while. But if those two stay, then they'll definitely go down as, as legends in the club and maybe a, a joint testimonial or something like that would be would be really nice for them, you know?
0: Well, on another note, Richard Davis comes in with, with, with a good one, which I'll just come to you quickly on, James. I've got um, something we've got to talk about before the end of the show, but we'll come to it in a second. Um, a lot of players are obviously going to be out of contract. I mean, a huge amount of players are going to be out of contract and available uh, come come the summer. With money tight um, at lots of clubs, players will need to be realistic with their demands. So it becomes like a kind of, if you like, a buyer's market uh, is that something looking at the January window when you think, what, you know how how we operated there? Is that something we go to into with some confidence, maybe, with Steve Morrison?
2: Yeah, I think it'll, I think I think it, I think we're going to want to get work done quickly. We probably will, but I think it will be weird this year in the sense, like you just mentioned, there players are going to be leaving their clubs looking for the same money, and they're going to be looking for it for a good month or so until they realise it's not there anymore. It can't be done unless you play in the Premier League. You will not get that money. So I think yeah. As long as, longer, longer as the, the summer goes on, there are going to be better players that realise they're going to need to take pay cut. So maybe we're going to be getting some more players toward the end. But then I suppose, again, a bit positive, which we mentioned, I think we might mention before the show, is that, yeah, Morrison's known for a long time there's going to be a clear out since from the second... He said, didn't he? He said, even before yeah. he got the contract, he started sort of... He had an idea, didn't he? The second he got the contract, it was all steam ahead. We knew we were staying up really... And he's been planning for a while, which sometimes other people don't because they've got this, the matter of the end of the season to play for, whether it be trying to stay up or, or get promoted. So he had the time to pick players. He knows which players are going out of contract. And he probably knows, like you said, him and Tan have got a similar idea. He knows probably what he can and can't afford, you'd like to think, to a degree. So he's had the time to just find the right players. And there are players everywhere. And that's ranging from the championships to League Two. So
0: oh yeah, uh, but- And abroad.
2: Because we've yeah, got, we've said, haven't we? We're going to yeah. go abroad. We're going to have a little wander about. I've seen Camras has been the one that everyone's been uh, eyeing up this week. He's only on 16k, so come home, Victor. Everyone's trying to uh, trying to say, not that I think he's yeah. want to do that. Cause he just won the Spanish Cup with uh, with Betis, and now he's going to come to Cardiff. We are, but no. Yeah, yeah I think
0: th- I, th- I think I think he might be in the same taxi as Gareth Bale when he when he turns up. We'll we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll,
2: we'll... <laughs> that sign into the century. That would be, could you could that. you imagine that being announced oh, at the same God. time? Who would pay the, it? the taxi fare? That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd only go and get relegated after that then probably
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a, a great comment here from uh, some great comments tonight thank you very much for the brilliant comments coming in uh, Robert Green and I'll come to you first on this one Matthew uh, mm. I was thinking about this the other day actually it's a really good question do you think we need out and out wingers next season or do we just carry on playing the wing back system
1: I think we keep playing the wing back system I think it's worked for us I think we we got players for it and, and you know Morrison seems to, to, uh, to favor it. Um, but it depends on what strikers we sign, would it fit their their role of play? Um, so I think I like it personally, but um, you know, when back when we had the days of, of the wingers and the Mendez Langs and we had the pace, that was also good to watch. So it's um I'm gonna play play the politician, play the fence and say it depends on who we sign.
0: Yeah, that's a good, that's a good answer, uh, Matthew. You're not, you're not standing in May, Ben. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as a, as an as an older football fan and as a whole older human being without going on about it, but, you know, I kind of like wingers. Um, And I, I, I've said it before, you know, it's a real old chestnut, but I'll say it again. I like left wingers down the left. I like right wingers down the right. I like i like getting the byline, getting crosses in. Getting the ball behind the defender, and, and I, I just think that's excite, exciting football. But maybe you just, you know, James. Maybe I'm just old-fashioned. Maybe you know, uh, cutting in from the wing is the thing now, and wingers are a dying breed. What do you reckon?
2: It's tough because I've got a bit of sense cent- like you know, it's that sentimental feeling toward Matthews. Mentioned the likes of Murphy when he did well at the start of this season, and Mendes. Yeah, line. some like, great moments, so didn't good, he? He did. So good to watch, and it- Yeah, yeah. And then it's tough now, because then you look at this season, then you look at the likes of drama. I believe he's been a right wing-back. I mean, yeah. he, 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 he'd probably do a job. If he went back to a full-back and he played right-back, he'd still be brilliant, don't get me I don't wrong. Like him. He, I don't like
0: him a full-back, though, do
2: you? He operates as a wing-back, doesn't he? And this is where it gets tough. You need to make it's decisions. Better. I think you need to have a look, because I think a lot of teams nowadays, you look at the Championship, there are a fair few teams that are playing three-backs. There are It's changing a lot. The game is changing, and you need to be... As we need to think, sometimes, you, especially if you're not as good a team, as some of you're going to have to match up, aren't you? And that's it's the way it's going to be. And we looks like the option we're going to take. However, recently, every now and then, a back does come out every now. And then. So, I mean, if we can play both, that'd be ideal. But I mean, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to have to do it with Matthew and sit on the fence because I just don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. They're both good. Whichever yeah. one gets us
0: higher up the table, let's go with that. Should that, that, that That's a that's a really good one. Uh, there's two the two players I mentioned earlier, uh, Qureshi and Tanner. I think they're both kind of left wingers actually. I mean, maybe maybe these days if you're going to be a winger, I mean Gavin White being a good example. Matthew, if he was to come back, and this is maybe where Josh Murphy falls down. Is that you know, we can't tackle if you're going to be a winger, you're going to need to be able to defend as well. And maybe you know, it's never been uh, Josh's strong suit, but are, it's a, does that say anything we've been you know linked with or uh the wingers? I suppose would it be a good idea to have a winger so we can change the system, Matthew? I suppose,
1: yeah, definitely. I think that's you know, uh, probably what uh, you know, me and James are saying is it, it's good to have both options, um, you know, it's good to have a drama. <laughs> And it's also good to have there's Lang, you know, so you can change up and you can because, you know, there are times in football games and we've all seen it as City fans where we've just ultimately been dominated. We've got we've made the wrong decision and we need to change it up and we haven't got the players to do so. Yeah. Um, you know, and you've seen that this year with, with Steve Morrison. It's, you know, it's, it's Isaac Davis off, Mark Harris on or the other way around. Hugh Golovic, you on or the other way around. Yeah, and, and we're making the same substitutions, you know, every game pretty much when we have the, the same squad um, with that injury. So I think we do need to, to sign uh, a winger or or to, to make it interesting for us and to, to give us that opportunity because, you know, in the Championship, you do need to, to change things up sometimes. Uh,
2: 10 to just want... going well. Sorry. Sorry. So say only quickly, it's 10 to 15 signs, isn't it? So you look at how, that, yeah. if you think of that on the base, it's a lot, isn't it? And there's a good chance that, he's going to cover all bases really. I think you look at, I know we said Jed Wallace is one of those names that flies about, but he by trade is a winger. So if he was someone that was to come in, you'd have to, you'd have to change it when you, so again, I mean, there's probably a chance of 10 to 15 signings that you're going to cover all bases and you're going to be able to play, probably get a few players in that can do both as in, as in more on the fullback position. That is, you probably want to look for a couple who can do well going forward, but yeah. have got the defensive to change it <laughs> round. So,
0: Well, I mean, we, we've lost Doughty. Um, I don't know. He's, he's only at Stoke. He's, he... Kind of play we could possibly could possibly uh, go back forward we'll see and uh, drama of course picked up a knock and they were they were our uh, attacking uh wingbacks a couple of things just um i'm on my list of potential things to talk about tonight i was going to talk about the way because uh, i saw uh, a a debate i'm not going to go into this by the way uh on social media this week it was about somebody went into cardiff market bought a clark's pie there's nothing like it used to be, but we're not going to go with it. We'll leave that one now. We'll just leave Clark Spice as they are. But two things I do want to talk about uh, tonight, uh, very briefly before the end of the show. But let's, let's do them in this order. Firstly, um, Saturday, anniversary of 1927, when Cardiff City took the Cup out, out of out of, out of of England for the first and only time so far. Any brief thoughts on that, Matthew, as a Cardiff City supporter?
1: Yeah, it's legendary, isn't it? I think... Uh... And it's our trump card, really, to be able to say that, you know, we're the only team to take the the English FA Cup out, out of England and, um, you know, a day that will forever be immortalised in the memories of, of, of the fans that were there. And, you know, even even for me as a younger fan growing up, learning about it and, and seeing the statue, you know, absolutely legendary and, uh, you know, something that we came close to again in 2008. But um, yeah, hopefully yeah. we'll be able to, to take it out again this century now.
0: I think we've been in three FA Cup semi-finals as well, right? I think that's right. Uh, yes,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: So, you know, probably the only Welsh club by some margin, maybe, to to have done that. Uh, James, any, any thoughts on that in 27?
2: Yeah, obviously, fair, but it's fair before. Way before that, your time, you know, time.
0: But... about 100 years or so.
2: Yeah, almost there, aren't I? But then, no, uh, I think any City fan, whatever age you are, it's sort of one of the first things you get, you get told, don't you, is the culture you get brought up with. That is the easy Trump card, isn't it? It's part of your history, and the ones, the, the fans who do go a lot and immerse themselves in the culture of the club know that it's one of the biggest things that's ever happened to us. So, yeah, yeah, nice to always, when it comes around every year, to, to remember that.
0: I think that's why we've got triangular corner flags. I think I'm right.
2: I'm not, it is, I'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah it which, is.
0: which is nice. Um, so a couple of other things to mention on that. Um firstly, I love it. I think it was Ernie Curtis. He had the cup in one hand and a fag in the other. You don't you don't see that very often, much, which is which is nice to see. Obviously, long before my time as well, but my dad always talked about uh, you know, his his family and how great it was at the time. Now, moving on to to another thing, which is another anniversary, which uh, now I was at this game, right? Because it wasn't it wasn't that long ago, it was um about 14 years ago when uh, the last ever game at, at Ninian Park which was, um, I won't go into great detail, I was, at the end of the game, it was an emotional day for me because I love Ninian I Park. It was an absolute pivotal part of my, of my life, right? And I knew it was never going to go there. But at, that, and at the end of that game, Matthew, after the firework display and the defeat, I was leaving in tears for the wrong reasons.
1: Uh, massively massively disappointing. Um, it was so
0: Cardiff City, wasn't it? Anyway? It was.
1: It really yeah. was. You know, we had that, I think that, was it Derby we beat in the midweek, the last midweek game and Eddie Johnson scored a goal and the lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can sign yeah. off. But I think we, we missed a penalty, didn't we? Um, Well, penalty was saved and then we lose three minutes. Everything.
0: Everything went wrong.
1: Everything went wrong. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. And, uh, you know, I, I remember you know I was a bit younger then so I didn't really probably understand the enormity of what we what it was walking out the ground and you know my dad did um but yeah you walk out the ground just really frustrated about the result not thinking you know this is the last time you're going to see this this great ground and you know I watched my first football match live there so it'll always be a a great one for me but I tried not to think about that game to be honest.
0: And I remember at the end, the culmination of it was um, the firework display. You know, the big build-up to it. it poof, blow of smoke gone. And then all the players walking around, you know, taking a lap of one when we, we got stuffed at home in the last ever game at Ninian. Uh, James, were you at that one?
2: No, I wasn't at that one, no. But again, same as Matthew, it's the first sort of, first game you ever watched live with that ground. So it was amazing. Again, it's one of those things as well. It's a game you're a fan who you immerses yourself in the culture. The amount of great days that we had there was unbelievable, wasn't it? Right. You look at the Leeds game. As an example, there's so many great, great days we had down there. So I think you've always got to look back and think what a ground it was. And it's, it's sometimes a bit disappointing to see some of the people in football who say how great it was, and then you look where we are now. I mean, I can't just say it's a brilliant stadium. Don't get me wrong, but it's not that that old-fashioned, original football culture ground, is it? Which, we're, 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 granted, everyone's losing those now, aren't they? I mean, everyone at, at a decent level, they've got to move out of them because it's the way the, the games going. but no, a great, yeah. a great, a great ground. And just a shame that it is weird because it always seems to come up. And sometimes not even when it's the anniversary, people just say, oh, God, why did we lose that game by that margin at that time? It's such a weird one. Honestly,
0: but- um, it, I don't know whether it's available on, um, uh, you know, replay somewhere or other. Make yourself watch it. And I will guarantee you'll be in tears as well. It was horrendous. <laughs> anyway, we got uh, we got three games to come. Cause Borough, which could be four in, a, four in a row, who knows? And then Birmingham at home and then, and then Derby. I suppose um, the Birmingham game, just briefly, you know, last home game of the season. Do you, uh, very briefly, just go around, Matthew. Um, you know, I'm just thinking about saying goodbye to players. We'd be saying goodbye to so many players, potentially. I wonder if the club would try and do anything or would, would it be strategic with the substitutions or whatever and I would just maybe not play the lone players. I don't know what, what he would do.
1: I don't know. I think they'll do the normal walk around the pitch at the end of the game and I think that'll be a chance for, um, for a lot of players to say their goodbyes. But, you know, I don't know if, if Urba Kuna will be there or, or players we, you know, we haven't seen for a while. So well, um,
0: Yeah, how long is it since he played?
1: Well, exactly. So, um, But no, I think we'll, it'll be a normal game for Steve Morrison. I don't think he'll be that that sentimental with, with giving no. the players the last game at the City Stadium. And, you know, like I said, they'll probably do the lap of honour at the end and be clapped away. And that'll be it for a few in a City shirt. And we'll probably never see a few of them again. But uh, I think that'll be as big a send-off as they're going to get.
0: Fair enough. James, anything on that?
2: Yeah, it's, I think it's two teams that are in the similar sort of position really. It's not the best of seasons, so it's just gonna be one of those games. But interesting to see some of those plays out there. You know, we mentioned like surrounds and maybe Morrison comes out and has a little walk around. You can sort of maybe gauge what you can maybe gauge what's gonna happen. You might know whether the players are gonna stay and leave. But no, I think just you know, I think we all said I think we all echo most city fans at the moment, it's just get this season over with and let's look at the summer, which is could be exciting.
0: If Rawls takes his shirt off and then and throws her in the crowd, it would be a bit of a sign, I
1: suppose, wouldn't it? We'd, Depends yeah. if someone's not holding up with those annoying little signs saying, yeah. I have your shirt. Hopefully he
0: just walks up
2: <laughs> and throws it away. Yeah, says, no I'm staying. Got a half you? and
0: half scarf on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, cheers, guys. Thanks very much. Yeah, see you soon.